Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Giovanni Gomez Maldonado, and he is a three-year Gen 2050 alumni student. And so he's just here today to have a conversation with me about this summer that we've had and his expectations for the next summer and his future plans. So please help me welcome Giovanni. Hi. Hey, Giovanni. (laughs) Not to flex, but I'm Giovanni's favorite mentor. Of course. <laughs> so I've known Giovanni for like three years. So um, tell us about yourself. Like, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Um, Right now, I'm a 16-year-old Colombian, <laughs> loud and proud. Um, uh, My hobbies are probably swimming and being outside, just enjoying nature and all that. And um, I think I already said swimming. Um, I like hanging around animals, too. They're fun to hang around. Oh, yeah, because you have a dog walking business, right? Yes, I do. For the people of my building. We love that. Make that money. (laughs) So so let's talk about it. What have we done this summer in Gen 2050? We've learned so many things. We've learned about the outside, the indoors. We've learned about the oceans. We've learned about the forest. We've learned about... um, We've learned about sharks, and right now we're learning about butterflies outside. Oh, for for the iNaturalist yes. in Science with Anne. Yeah. So my question to you is, from your prior two years, what's so different about this year in, in your learning? Last year, I felt that it was more indoors. This year was more hands-on and physical. I mean, just a I think a week ago or two, we actually dissected a shark and we found babies in the shark. So I felt like this year was more like physical learning Mm -hmm. than more indoor learning. So when dissecting the sharks, what did you learn about sharks? Um, I didn't see any bones, so I don't think sharks have bones. They don't. Mm -hmm. don't. And um, I was just very surprised to see that the shark had babies. It was very surprising. I think my group found seven. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you catch the shark it's all for research and so usually the species they pick are species that they know that when they take them out the water it's not going to impact their population so i always try to remind people it's for research (laughs) it's for learning it's for research and so what else besides sharks did you learn about i also learned about how water is rising and how in the next couple of years there's going to be a really big difference Mm -hmm. but i also learned from two different people i don't remember her name the doctor that came she's an underwater doctor shereen yeah yeah she taught us that water is rising yeah but then we recently had a guest yesterday um and she told us that it would be bad for the environment and us if the water rise i asked her personally i was like don't you think it would be better for the environment if the water rise there'd be more water for the fish and the coral you know i know the coral's dying too yeah but she was like no it would be bad for us and the animals so Right, because if the water rose, it would come to... Because I don't know about you, but I live pretty close to the beach, and um, that would be bad for me um, in the area that I live in. Um, it would be bad because even where your school is lo- located, it's not too far from the beach. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those things where the ocean is, they'd be gone. So why are the sea levels rising? In my personal opinion, I think it's because of global warming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's causing the ice caps to melt and um, it's kind of like when you put an ice cube into a glass of water 
it will eventually melt and make more water. So, but I, um, ice caps and glaciers are so big that when they melt, there's so much more water and it's causing the water to rise and infiltrate our land. Right. So I feel like that's the reason waters are rising. Right. So do you know why global warming exists? Because of fossil fuels and people in oil companies and the cars releasing gas. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, apparently cows have a really big deal with Mm -hmm. it. So if you could put on your scientist hat and you could propose a way, a solution to help with global warming, what would be that solution? Um, there would definitely be an idea, um, the Tesla, it's an electric car Mm -hmm. and I don't think it runs on gas. I think you have to charge it like a phone. Yeah. It's not a hybrid. I feel like if we can incorporate electronics more and get rid of more oil, I feel like that'll make a really big difference in the environment. So to be more electric. Yeah. Well, California actually has passed a law that if I'm not mistaken, that by the year 2030, everybody has to have an electric vehicle. So I think there, I think what Miss Lisa, who you were talking about, said that with the sea level rising, that she was talking about that rules and regulations truly help. And so I think that maybe, I don't know, what thought is that to bring more awareness to the people that can actually help us, maybe might be a way. Yeah, I think that that's a great way to bring more, like you said, awareness to the cause because it's very important because it, also affects the animals, mostly the animals, but it will affect us in the future. Right. It's going to come. It's inevitable. Right. So what So what has been your favorite thing you've done this summer? Um, probably the Frost Museum. Um, Why did you like it so much? I like touching the stingrays. It was, <laughs> it, for me personally, it was a nice experience. Um, you got to touch the stingrays. I've always been kind of um, scared of stingrays because of what happened to, I think, Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. He died from a stingray sting. So when I saw how calm they are and how scared they are of us, it made me feel kind of relieved that they would right. let you touch them that easily. So right. I think that that was probably the funnest thing this summer. But well, who knows? There's still a week left. Yeah, and we're going to Biscayne National Park tomorrow. Yeah, that's always interesting. (laughs) So, um, but when you think about the stingrays and you're like, my perception of them was changed, can you kind of maybe relate that to other animals that you study? And it's like, maybe they're not as scary as I think they are. Definitely sharks. Yeah. Sharks are considered um, very territorial animals Mm -hmm. and they're perceived in these movies like Jaws and stuff as the villains of the ocean. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they're very misunderstood because there was a study that said that the reason sharks attack um, surfboarders is because they believe that they're turtles right under. So I feel like they're just very misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And apparently sharks are more scared of us than we are of them. Well, I think we can say that almost about every species of animal. I think that... um, you know, they don't have words to tell it. <laughs> Their only way to communicate is attacking you or biting you or whatever. Yeah, or roaring or something. Right. And uh, the reality is that 
we're in their space. Yeah, they're not in They were here first. Right. So for speaking of Gen 2050, next summer, um, if you could just throw out some ideas on some things that you what, would want to learn more about, some things you want to do, what would be some ideas? Well, I know that every year for Gen 2050, there's a theme. Mm-hmm. This year was ocean. Well, if it's land, I think we should really um, talk about, um, how do I say this? A lot of, in the Everglades, there's... That's basically land and water. There's a lot of construction going on that's mm-hmm. pushing the animals that are supposed to be there out into our oceans, which is causing invasion, in, invasive things. Like you're seeing a lot more saltwater crocodiles all of a sudden, and they're not supposed to be here. Right. Um, a lot more raccoons at Grenolds. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but um. In the Amazon, they're cutting down a lot of trees. I feel like we should really talk about um, construction in the woods or the forest. Reforestation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk about that. Okay. So where would be... So then that means you would want to possibly take a field trip to the Everglades. Mo- probably. I just went with my mom for her business trip uh-huh. to the Everglades. And we actually got to see an alligator show and we got to go on an airboat. Mm-hmm. The ones with the big fans at the back. And I would actually love to do that. And um, maybe we can even take samples of the water to see if there's like a difference from there here. Because there's a lot of construction. So maybe it's right. changing the water. Speaking of water sam- samples, why'd you bring that up? What are you doing today? Uh, we're testing the water for microplastic because apparently there's big plastic like water bottles and stuff, but then there's microplastics that you can't see with the human eye, apparently. And apparently it's a really big deal, even if it's micro. Right. So the Biscayne Bay water, we're testing to see yeah. um, if there's plastic in the water that we bathe in, we drink in, where we get most of our water supply yeah. from. It's scary. Absolutely. To think that you're basically taking a shower in plastic. Right. Just rubbing in plastic in your body and hair. It is very bizarre. So I guess for one of my final questions is, what is something that Gen 2050 has really brought awareness to you? The importance of the environment. Mm -hmm. In in what ways? um, Like I said, with the ocean and the construction, I feel like Gen 2050 has brought me a much better bigger awareness of what we're doing to mm-hmm. the environment and that it's not good what we're doing right. and we need to be stopped because we are our own destroyers because yeah. if we keep this up everything's gonna change right so just to be more mindful yeah of how we're treating the environment yes i agree so giovanni tell us a little bit about yourself what are you aspiring to be what does the future look like for you all right so when i was little i was obsessed with the ocean. Mm-hmm. I told my mom to take me to the beach every day. That's yeah. where I wanted to be. And I actually want to live by the beach when I get older because the beach is so healing. Yeah. Um, so um, I was really thinking about marine biology for a long time. But um, recently, the doctor, Shireen, Shireen, she came in and she told us about her work and I was inspired yeah marine photography is such an amazing profession that i didn't even think about Mm -hmm. and i would love to be swimming in the ocean taking pictures of creatures or coral all day that sounds like an amazing job and it's a mixture of two different things marine biology in a way and photography right and so what would be your focus uh photos 
Um, I would definitely want to focus on mammals like dolphins, mm-hmm. seals, orcas, um, whales, and probably those type of things or beluga whales too. <laughs> we love that. Okay, so you were inspired by one of our speakers this summer. We love to see it. Okay, Giovanni, so we like to close the podcast with the word of the day. So what is your word to wrap up your experience with Gen 2050? Awareness. Why is that? Because I think that it's it's important to be aware of your surroundings and that any little thing you do can affect multiple things. Moving your cup to the left, change anything, because if you knock it over when you're not looking, right. Any any cause has an effect. Right. I think it's very important to be aware. And if you're just walking by a trash can and you see a piece of garbage on the floor, just pick it up and mm-hmm. throw it back in the garbage. I mean, somehow that's going to make its way back into the ocean. Yeah. And, you know, there's like landfills and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think awareness is a good word. I love that. Well, Joe Bunny, it's been such a privilege and an honor to know you for three years. I know I'll see you next year. Definitely. Um, so thank you so much for your time, for joining us on the podcast, for giving us ideas for next summer, for sharing all the experiences that you have um, gained. I'm glad that Gen 2050 has really brought something to, to you. And I know that Pastor Linda is going to love to hear that as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having of me. Of course. So as we like to close out the podcast with thanking our two sponsors, and that is the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And don't forget that there are three ways in which you can listen or watch this podcast. If you like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. If you'd like to listen, follow us on Apple or Spotify. Remember, this is the Steam Forward Podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.